Welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern who blew the budget at Hot Topic, codename Legion Cub. <laughs> that's that's an impressive thing to do when you get to be our age. It's, it's hard. It's if, if I go into a Hot Topic now, it's hard for me to even know what anything is. I didn't know they were still around. <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas, though, is still extremely popular. Yes, yes, and that's fine. That is, that's an evergreen property. It should be chock full of just night, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, Baroness costumes, as you were uh, stating earlier on this fine yes. world goth day. Uh, all right. So you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast and on Twitter at G.I. Joe Audible. Uh, Instagram is the best place to interact because every time we're going to be doing a live stream, I will put up a put up a sound off post uh, where you can comment with what you want us to talk about. Uh, so audible interlude podcast on Instagram. I've got, I've got new glasses and they're kind of throwing me off tonight. I keep trying to find the right thing and I think I've finally done it, but now they, I just, I feel like uh run from run DMC. They're like gigantic uh, news. We got you guys, we've got a big, big show tonight. I don't know what we're going to cover. I don't know what we're going to cut. Some of the stuff is possibly going to end up happening at Joe Fest, which by the way, uh, the Joe Fest hatch, the final version, the final product is here. This is the no sleep till Augusta Joe Fest tour hat that will only be available at Joe Fest. You can buy them directly from us in person. We will also have the Joe Fest tour shirts, which I'm going to pick up the final versions of those tomorrow from Workhorse Printing here in Atlanta, local, locally printed. Uh, and then if you want to, you can go online to our T public store and get yourself a no sleep till Augusta shirt that will be available through Joe Fest. And then after that, uh, we're going to tweak the design to be just a little bit different. So you're only going to be able to get this shirt through Joe Fest, but you can order it online. You don't have to be at Joe Fest to get it. All right. What else is going on? Uh, Needless Things YouTube channel. You are watching us live on the Needless Things YouTube channel. And we have got some folks in the chat. Uh, actually, so the first comment that I saw here, not the first comment that was made, the first one I saw, Kevin Riddle, ready for a great show. Thanks for the pressure, Kevin. We really need it. Yeah. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, all right, all right. Uh, Matthew Comstock here, but also cooking and doing laundry. Clearly, I don't have my priorities straight tonight. No, no, no. Multitasking is is the uh, that, that's that's it. That's all you can do now. I have been multitasking literally all day from the time I woke up this morning until I'm still multitasking right now. Uh, all right. Craig Dukas. Hey, everyone. What's up, Craig? We are live indeed. I uh, hope all you animals are going to Joe Fest uh we are we're we're gonna be talking a lot about joe fest tonight actually because we've got uh some news about joe fest we've got a a a little joe fest something special scheduled to happen and then later on in sound off we've got a good joe fest question so lots of joe fest talk uh rich murphy hey gents and kevin riddle yes sir looking forward to this year's fest uh yeah we we all are it's gonna be great so, as I said, Needless Things YouTube channel, last week I posted reviews of Wave 2 of the Super 7 Ultimates. 
And uh, boy, lots and lots of comments on those. And that's all I'm going to say. I, that's not all I'm going to say. Uh, I understand the discrepancy between the way Duke was produced and the way Flint and Lady J were produced is pretty rough. But that does not mean to me. Now, have you guys, Nolan Christian, have you guys seen like images of these? Have you seen the comparisons? No, I've only seen um, the thumbnails that you posted to Instagram. I've had a very busy week, so I'm very behind. Um, so Flint and Lady J, their skin is not painted. They have kind of a standard flesh tone plastic, whereas Duke's skin was painted. My problem is not that those two aren't painted. It's the difference in the way the figures were produced is not okay. Uh, to me, Flint and Lady J, when I look at the portraits, that's what Sunbow looks like. To when I look at Duke, that's like better than what Sunbow looked like, which is nice. It would be great if they were all better than what Sunbow looked like. Uh, but whatever the case, they all need to be the same. Uh, so if you want to check those reviews out, go check them out. And I didn't look, I don't, you guys know me. I don't just dump on anything. I will point out problems that I see, uh, that, that I perceive as problems. Uh, but I, I don't do, uh, angry face in the thumbnail. I hate this toy. Let's, let's, you know, poop on super seven. Like, I don't, I don't do that stuff. That's not fun to me. Uh, but so Dave, anyway, that's how you get clicks. Well, I know it, it is how you get clicks. And actually, if I you am... poop on someone, you're getting more than clicks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll, I will be unmonetized if I do that. Uh, I am going to be conducting a little experiment sometime soon. And we'll see how that goes. An experiment in hate, if you will. Mm. Uh, and I, mm. sadly, I'm pretty sure I know what the outcome is going to be. Uh, so this week, tomorrow, my review of the Mezco 112 Collective Destro goes up. Very excited for everybody to see that one. And then Thursday, my review of the Retro Zartan uh, goes up. So lots of Joe stuff. And then uh, other toy lines and whatever sprinkled in there in between. Because you can't just, well, I can't just do Joe. Uh, Schedule-wise, the audio version of this episode will be available this Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Our next audio episode will be next Friday, also wherever you get your podcasts. And we are doing uh, some segments, one of which is a review. Christian, tell us what we're reviewing next week. We are reviewing The Vines of Evil. And that if, if you guys don't know how we do this show, we do our live stream 8 p.m. right now. And then once we're done with this, we'll record the segment episode. So we knock everything out in one night. And I watched Vines of Evil earlier today. Well, rewatched. It's what, the 20th time? I don't even know how many times I've watched that. That episode has everything. It's everything. <laughs> it really is. is. Gosh, it's insanity. We'll talk about that next week. Yes. Uh, our next live stream is going to be on June the 5th, the Monday before Joe Fest. And I, I've, I've got a couple of ideas. We've got, a, we've got some stuff to talk about for that uh cobra convergence is coming up we have a couple of announcements related to that noel do you want to tell us about cobra convergence sure sure so cobra convergence uh the brainchild of one hooded cobra commander 788 uh where uh several collaborators got together and put together some videos that all kind of had a central theme um and of course all about gi joe but it's been expanding in the last few years, so not only is it just YouTubers, there's also podcasters involved as well. And last year, we got the chance to do it for the first time uh, with our review of Cobrathon, 
And this year we have something extra special planned again to get to participate the second year in a row. I got to stop you right there and just give one of these Matthew Comstock jumping into the, the super, super chat, super chat. chat. Holy cow. That's fantastic. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, Anybody who contributes, just know that it goes to merch. It goes to hosting Uh, all, anything that you put into that super chat goes into the show. Uh, thank you so much. They, and, and, and everybody who's just here, just thank you for being here. That's yeah. th- that yeah. alone is fantastic. Smash um, that like button, smash that like button. Ring if you that like bell. Things. Yeah. <laughs> ring a bell. Do all the, do all the things. Boil and pop. What's up? Boil and pop. Good to see you in here. We're going to talk about you later on. You got a good sound off in there for us. Uh, okay. Uh, so hooded Cobra commander 788 is going to be our guest on the June 19th live stream, which is on a Monday. Uh, and then our Cobra convergence episode is going to be on Sunday, July the 16th. And that will be a live stream. And we're sharing that day with action robot punch who I've kind of become obsessed with on YouTube. I just watched another video of him. He did a GI Joe uh like drop ship he altered a sigma six vehicle like cut out the cockpit put in new seats repainted it put up a put a magnet system on the bottom so it's a drop ship three and three quarter inch scale uh that works with one of the more modern the four-seater vamp that came out uh Mm -hmm. so it like comes down picks it up carries a full loadout of like five figures and it looks fantastic so i check out action robot punch on YouTube doing some really, really cool stuff. And he's very, very humble dude. Uh, he's not, you know, some of us have a little bit of an ego about some of the things that we do. This guy is very straightforward and just like, so, you know, I kind of thought I'd just cut this away, see how this worked. Like he's not precious about his craft at all. It's, it's very, uh, I really like this guy's channel. Uh, okay. So last time we had Christian, you did kind of a big recap of uh lenny and emily making some appearances on some different shows and because i kind of shoved you to the front uh we went out of order we didn't credit who they appear because they're they're not appearing on our show i'll tell you that much (laughs) we do not have those kinds of ends yet uh so it was the full force podcast and then do you remember what the other one was i unfortunately i do not and i don't have my notes from last week um Give me a second. and Okay, I, sure. We'll keep going and we'll come it. back around to that. But obviously, Full Force was one of them. Like, if there's Joe News, that's where it's coming from. Uh, and we'll credit the other one in just a minute here. Uh, in the meantime, I do want to mention uh, the loss of Ray Stevenson, who did, I, th- I think, an unimpeachable job as Firefly. Like, he was one of my favorite parts of, uh, you know, say what you will about the Joe live action movies. But I thought he was awesome in that. And I also think he's the best Punisher that we've had on screen. I love Punisher Warzone. And he was when when I look and I like Thomas Jane's portrayal. I like uh the the Netflix, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Like I like those. But when he showed up on screen, I was like, okay, this is my Frank Castle. This guy gets it. Uh so condolences to, to the family and friends of Ray Stevenson and, and co-workers and whoever else very very talented dude one of those 
one of those big gruff dudes that Hollywood doesn't always use to their uh, best. Well, except that, I mean, he's in, I'd forgotten of how many things he's in. And as I mean, even the upcoming Ahsoka show he's going to be in. So Mm -hmm. uh, just one of those character actors that has just, you know, you've seen him a hundred times. You just may not have ever remembered his name, but I mean, he definitely stuck out for me. Um, as one of the best parts of G.I. Joe Retaliation. Uh, okay. Uh, real quickly. Yes. Um, it is a a toy kind of mood. There you go. So Full Force that Podcast was the other. and a toy kind of mood. Uh, they get the shout out for the, the great interviews that they did with Lenny, Lenny and Emily a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so Joe Fest news. You guys, are you excited for Joe Fest? Very. Are yes. you totally prepared for Joe Fest and have everything done that we need to get done? <laughs> no. Why, Why would you ask nice, that question? What? what? <laughs> How? You're nice abusive father on. over here. Come on. Uh, so we're we're uh, we can announce two things for certain: time and place. For one of them, uh, we will be presenting. The Big Joe Game Show, Friday night at Joe Fest. Uh, The room is called Lamar Stee. And if you don't know, I have been producing game shows for conventions for almost a decade now. Uh, I've done lots of different kinds of pop culture-based game shows. When I say game show, I don't mean we're going to be sitting at a table reading out trivia questions like we did last year. Uh, I mean a game show with a full video screen with props with physical challenges with this is a production and i'm very very excited this is the first time ever we will be producing the big joe game show uh normally we do something called the big damn game show uh which is a, a a wider variety of pop culture topics but my intent was always to be able to focus it down uh to make it completely family friendly if needed which this will be uh and completely gi joe focused it's going to be awesome i'm very excited uh we've got it it's the the schedule the production everything we know exactly what we're doing we've just got a few finishing touches to put on some uh some props and whatnot and we're going to be good to go so that is 8 p.m at joe fest in lamar c for the first time ever the big joe game show uh we need contestants, so show up. There'll be fabulous prizes. Uh, and speaking of fabulous, it looks like we've got a special guest waiting to join us. Uh, let me let me see who we've got here. Ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Joe Fest, none other, none other than Ed Schumacher, the father of Joe Fest, the man who brings us so much joy live and in person every year uh ed welcome to the show hey how are you uh we're doing fantastic uh we we are live pal and we were just talking about the big joe game show at joe fest uh thank you so much for stopping by Uh, do you want to talk a little bit Uh, what i'd like to hear first actually is how in the world did you make the insane decision to start doing a gi joe convention every year uh yeah insane especially when you're like three weeks out and just have so much to do and have a day job on top of it you know what i mean oh um, i do believe me 
Yeah. So uh, it all started when the last Joe Con uh, happened in Chattanooga, I believe it was. And uh, they had that last panel. Um, and I was the last row in, the, in, in the, the panel there. And they were announcing that this was the last one and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, no more. And, you know, and, and kind of bittersweet, I guess, because um, I had only been to two, including that one. Um, just found out about the whole community like three years earlier. So um, it what really drove Joe Fest was after that panel was over with. And, you know, some of these people I've met over the years online or, or you know, the two Joe cons I went to. There was a, a the word I keep using over the, the last six years is camaraderie. And they were all saying goodbye to each other. Um, and it just kind of it, it bothered me. It bothered me for about six months. Uh, decided to give it a whirl doing a little one the little one exploded uh did the second year venue asked us not to come back because we had too many people and hence here we are you know the sixth year and still growing um but it, it it's never been about money it's never been about anything like that it it was more just it's a get together is what I term it as each year. Um, everybody gets to hang out, um, you know, three, four, now it's getting to be four or five days for a lot of people. Um, it's, it's just, it's just, it takes on its own, its own thing. It's yeah. Buying toys is great. You can buy toys at just about any local show you go to. Um, but having people come from all over the world and this is their destination each year. That's that's what does it. That's that's what drives it. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And that that's really I think that's what's so special about what you've created here is, you know, for for us who kind of really discovered Joe in the 80s and the camaraderie was such a big part of it, not just playing with your friends, but watching the cartoon, reading the comic and the fact that it's the Joe team and we get to go to Augusta every year and be part of this huge Joe team where some people got into it back in the sixties. Some people got into it in the eighties. There's, you know, now they're younger people who started in like, you know, nineties, late nineties, right when it was dying. And, and then even younger than that, uh, it's just this amazing spectrum of fans that the core of it is that Joe brings people together. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, Ed brings people together. Well, no, I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I do, I guess. But you do, you do. I I'm not I'm not that type of person. That that there's no pats on the back, nothing like that. It's it's more that I just do it because for the fun of it, really. I mean, that's we, we had a meeting with the hotel today, and uh, you know, you, you do one about thirty days out, which we're a little bit closer, but uh. I, they were asking me, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Why don't, it's not about driving up the cost, you know, it's a, it's, it's more about doing it for fun. And, and they just look at me like you're insane, you know, (laughs) but I try to keep everything as cheap as I can. um, Cause I want families to come. I want, I want, I want it to be a destination each year for people. 
it, you know, golly, it costs enough to get here as it is. Um, to raise the prices even more, it's just, it's silly to me. So, but, you know, maybe I'm old school that way. I, I'm just not in it for that, you know? So I just, I, I want to keep it going just for the fun of it. <laughs> I love doing it, you know? Well, and those are some of the key things about Joe Fest. In the years that I've been there, it's it has felt like this is for everybody. It's very accessible. It's very open and friendly. Uh, we were talking about the Big Joe Game Show uh, and that it is family friendly. It's all ages. It's G.I. Joe focused. And the convention itself, also very family friendly. Uh, just it, it's it's such an open community and such a great place just to be. And yeah, you can buy lots of toys or whatever else there, Um, but just being there is, is magic. Yeah. Because you know, a lot, the majority of our sales for tickets are, are the three day types. Um, And that tells me that people just want to come and hang out. That's, that's what the driving force is. Um, You know, you, you got the panels going on you get the, you know, the game show, we get karaoke, uh, we got we got all different nighttime activities. Um, it's, it's it's more something to do all weekend than it is just necessarily just come and spend every dime you have too. Well, so, I remember talking to you about that a few years ago when you first did it because you was a one day convention, and I was like, this this is this was great, but you know this would be fantastic if you could expand it into two. And you know, obviously, the crowd was all into that idea because yeah you said it's a destination now people come and they they spend several days there so you know it was a great to see something and yeah you had to test the waters that one day before but it it really turned out to be a great multi-day convention yeah yeah sunday you know it gets to be slow but um it it's usually not towards the afternoon and and by then people are are already hitting you know they're getting their plane to go back to where or getting in the car and but uh, but you're also finding you know, I, deals on Sunday, which is something that I think a lot of yes. people really enjoy doing. Yep. But, you know, we were going with the hotel today, going over things. And it, we've had more Thursday night sales for, for hotel rooms than ever before. So it's, it's telling me that people are getting there earlier. They, they want to hang out more. They want to get in there Friday night uh, to find the best thing they, they can find. Um you know, it, you know, by doing Friday night, it, it's made it to where you can certain, you know, some people, you know, especially locally that they can come in if they work a day job and they can't get the weekend off or whatever. It's it's got different hours. But uh, for people vacationing, you know, they're staying there tonight. They could they could shop late. And then there's after hour activities, the trading nights going on. Um it's just nonstop, you know, it's nonstop. So, um, yeah, three days is, is really what it's become. And, you know, some people have asked for four at this point, but I, I don't know. That's, that's pushing the limit, you know? So this year's Joe Fest, uh, June 9th through the 11th at the Marriott Augusta conventions convention center. This is in a convention center, uh, very large space, plenty of room for, for different activities to, to hang out. Uh, to have game shows or whatever else. Uh, very, very impressive. And and you're right. It is now a destination, a weekend long kind of thing. 
over the course of the weekend this year, are there any specific things that kind of jump out to you as, as you're really excited about this or that or, or whatever else may be going on? What are some highlights of 2023 for you? Uh, well, we do the, the Collector's Hall of Fame each year. Um, we have inductees for that. And um, don't ask me to list right now because I don't have it in front of me, but um, you should put a handful of people in there each year. So that's that's always a highlight. Um, that's where, where collectors get rewarded for, for not necessarily their, their names that are not, um, you know, like the mainstay in, in the community. They're not the, the, the Larry Hammers and, and type of names, but it's, it's more like you and me who get recognition. And I really enjoy doing that. Um, we have the karaoke, uh, we're going to be doing a cosplay competition like we always do. That's always a lot of fun. Uh, this year we have a stinger coming, a full size Jeep uh, coming in on it with cosplay. People love, you know, the, the backdrop and whatnot. Uh, the finest are bringing a whole setup this year. They've got the, uh, what it, it's like that, the, the watchtower, I believe is what they're doing. Um, they've got a ferret coming. Um, and then outside we have uh, military vehicles returning. That seems people really love that the last couple of years. So uh, you got that going on and you got your game show. Um, we have two nights of trading night. Um, and then we also have the karaoke for the first time, plus along with bingo going on. So there's could be something for every age group, something for everybody. Um, it's just trying to get it all in, you know, and, th and then you have your panels and, um, Operation Recall for, for Carson's going to be uh, highlighted. Uh, G.I. Joe Fan Club's going to be doing one. Um, it's just, it's going to be nonstop all weekend. So it's like, are you downstairs buying or are you upstairs participating in all that, you know? So th there's just so much going on. Um, and of course, we have food and all set up outside for, uh, for people to uh, sit at and, and upstairs. We also have this year, we have tables and chairs so people go up there and sit down and relax for a couple of minutes. So um, I don't know. It's just, it just grows more and more each year. Um, and it's like, we're, we're never happy doing what we did. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We, yeah, yeah. we want to do something new each year. So um, heck we're already working on next year already. So, um yeah <laughs> that's what i'm talking about always always looking for the next exciting thing always looking to make it better and better and and that's like yeah. planning planning all the time right yeah. that's it yeah ne next year's could be a a complete different thing going on joe fest is going to stay the same um but we're going to be adding to joe fest on another level so uh, it's going to be even more family friendly where, where mom and dad, per, you know, per se are into GI Joe. They, they've been around a long time. The kids are into something different nowadays besides the GI Joe. And there's going to be more for them to do to next year. Oh, that's so, a great call. Yeah. So we're trying to bring in, you know, because dad wants to go to the Joe Fest and the kids don't want to sit in a hotel room sometimes you know what i mean yeah 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 so we need to we need to get dad here 
and he's happy to bring even more more of their families so uh we're working on that right now so well that's we will, next. uh we'll, we'll stay in touch <laughs> and stay on top of that that is awesome uh for everybody listening everybody watching check out joefestusa.com uh for all the details about the show you can get your tickets there the dates are there you can book your rooms there uh and ed we couldn't be more excited to be part of joe fest uh it's, it's a high point of the year for all of us and we can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks man yeah yeah and then you know let me drop in about sergeant slaughter and zarana too come oh yeah please do for the first time you know zarana she appeared at a local show up there in uh, upstate new york for the first time and uh she's jumping on board with us so um I believe that's could be a huge hit. Uh, I went out on the weekend and bought a whole bunch of uh, paint markers to autograph in the pink color that she is with the hair. So, um, you know, those, those uh, classified boxes will look really good signs. So, yes. And Sergeant Slaughter, he's, he's going to do his thing. He's, he's the driving force right there, of course. So, but uh, if you ever get a chance to meet him, especially after the show, he hangs out the whole show. He hangs out at the bar, the restaurant, uh, just talking with people. So uh, that's a that's a part of it that uh, maybe the, the, the normal convention goer doesn't get unless they're staying there. But uh, do check him out in the evening because he's he does get around and he's really really personable, really friendly. So yeah, he he but was yeah. the way 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 back in the late '90s. He was one of the first like famous people that I ever met. And mm-hmm. to this day, still one of the nicest people, I, I nicest like celebrity types you could possibly yep. encounter. Amazing guy. I don't think, I don't think he'll ever change. I, I he just he really loves it. Um, and uh, we were just told by his agent that A and E will be there uh, doing a video uh, recording uh, for. Um, they're doing a, a biography on him. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. So. There'll be cameras around, so get your smiles on. Yeah, everybody be ready for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anything else uh, b- before we wrap it up? No, next couple of weeks we're going to announce that we've still got some uh, some artists to announce. Um, uh, we we get to announce the exclusives. Uh, we just secured the T-shirt order this year. To, the shirt order is, is going to knock you out. Every, every year they sell out quickly. And uh, each year we keep up in it and they keep selling. So uh, keep a lookout for that. And um, we're just trying to keep the announcements going closer to the show this year as compared to years past. Uh, sometimes I believe I did it a little too early, but uh, with stronger sales, even this year, I think we're, we're doing it better. So um, just trying to get everybody here. That's all. Let's so, keep that momentum I, going. Yeah, I appreciate your help on everything, Dave. I do. So. Oh man, it's 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 a delight. We're we're so happy to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have, I'm gonna have to make sure I stop in and see the game show. You know, I'm usually all around running around the place with my head cut off, but uh, <laughs> we we have more volunteers this year, so uh, that should free up some time. You know, yeah, just a little bit. If you just pop in for a few minutes, we'll uh, we'll, we'll have yeah. some we'll have some good stuff going we'll on. Keep you entertained. Yes. Yeah. Are you guys going to record that at all or? Uh, we're working on it. It's tough to get videographers 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just to find somebody who, you know, is going to show up, going to be there, going to do a decent, I don't need, I don't need a great job. I need a decent job. And it, it's, it's yeah, even yeah, that is tough. Yeah. yeah, no, I've learned that over the past couple of years. It's, you know, you got a lot of people who say they want to help. And then when it comes out, it, it's uh, yeah. nah, a lot of them prefer to just be at the show, not doing, you know what I mean? Which I get it's a yeah. vacation. So yeah. Yeah. Well, if I can help in any way, let me know. Absolutely. Well, Ed, thank you so much. Uh, it's been great talking to you. And like I said, can't wait to see you in just a couple of weeks here, man. Yeah, no, I appreciate everybody. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care, guys. Thanks, Ed. Bye. All right. Ed Schumacher, uh, the man behind Joe Fest, who brings us tons and tons of joy every single year. Uh, like I said, JoeFestUSA.com for all the details. Uh, but we have some more show to do. Guys, are you ready to do some more show? Are we? We've, we've got, oh. we. Uh, yeah, oh yeah. We've, <laughs> There's we've a show? Plenty of time left. <laughs> um, and actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get myself another summer shandy here. Um, ooh, what happened to our comments? Our comments went away. I see oh, there they Woo! Okay, who, who, what's been going on? This is my uh, Kevin Riddle's fourth Joe Fest. David Sharp, welcome to the show, David. Uh, Firefly, this Joe Fest will be my first Joe convention since the DeSimone shows ended in Chicago in the 2000s. Noel, what are the DeSimone shows? Um, I don't know. What are they? Because oh, this is what this is news <laughs> to me. Okay, Firefly, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to <laughs> give us some follow up on that because I don't know, Noel. Christian, do you, I, I, no. I, I hate to, I just zip by you on that stuff, but Noel is usually our encyclopedia yeah. of, of real world Joe goings on. Right. Cause I yeah. don't know anything. All right. Yeah. Firefly enlighten us. Tell us about these D Simone shows. Uh, Christmas ape. I was so starstruck when I first met Sergeant Slaughter. I mean, he's a real life Joe. He was real cool. He's awesome. And he'll put you in the Cobra clutch. It's great. Uh, well, and real quickly, oh, uh, yeah. shout out to Craig Dukas. Because uh, I don't know if it didn't pop up on your screen, but he did give us a super chat. R.I.P. Ray Stevenson, you will be missed. So, oh, thank you, Craig. That Craig. is awesome. And uh, speaking of, check out Shop Slickalicious on Instagram. Uh, is designed this, designed this. We've got some other stuff going on. We are very lucky to be partnered with such a talented individual. Uh, shop, or, or rather, uh, Slickalicious is uh kind of the name then shops Slickalicious because you want to go shop there and buy hundreds of different designs not just gi joe all kinds of pop culture stuff uh all right so friday night 8 p.m lamarcy big joe game show saturday morning who here was at joe fest last year and uh, <laughs> yeah we were uh, hey, well two of us were two yeah, of us were me um <laughs> So this year, we are returning to Saturday morning to kick off, to officially kick off Joe Fest with a very special live audible interlude Joe Fest kickoff panel. It will be, you, you know us, we try to keep things very interactive. We try to do it here, but when we're in front of a live audience, you guys are going to be doing almost as much work as we are. So show up for that uh, kickoff panel. We're going to have prizes. We're going to have fun. We're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, so that is the second thing we can officially announce 
we may have more announcements between now and Joe Fest. We may not. We're, we're kind of waiting on a couple of things to come through. Uh, but like I said, Joe Fest hats available at the show. Uh, and then the Joe Fest tour shirt, which is the same design, but on a shirt instead of a hat, it's like a hat for your body. Uh, we'll have those as well. Let's see, fellas, what do we got here? We've got so much news. What do we want to talk about? Let's talk about from silver optimus on his tank, who I think is one of the mods. Maybe I'm not positive leaker, Daniel Rickman shared on his patreon that a transformers gi joe movie is in development i've heard nothing else about this i'm not subscribed to daniel richtman's patreon so i have no more information uh this sounds like something we could probably speculate on when we've got a little bit more time but here here's my two cents on it well I, let me I've, I've been running my mouth for 30 minutes now Christian, why don't you tell us what you think of the possibility of a Joe Transformers crossover movie? I think that sounds very feasible as far as something, you know, something being in the pre-planning stages because Transformers is the most successful movie franchise the Hasbro Toyverse has. So what better way to do it? But by that same token... Uh, I'll believe it when I finally see a trailer because movies right. can languish right. in right. pre-production no for years. Noel, what about you? You you guys are both way bigger Transformers <clears throat> guys than I am, so I'm, I'm curious to know what you think of Joe's potential impact on Transformers. I mean, if you're going to do it, and I mentioned you know, when we had a question a couple weeks ago, I would have introduced the Joes in the very first Transformers movie because I just would have had the nest agents be Joes or whoever they were called, whatever they were called in that first movie. Um, they've made what, I guess it's the seventh Transformers movie coming out. All of them are terrible except for Bumblebee, in my opinion, <laughs> but they make a lot of money. Yeah. And uh, the G.I. Joe movies did not make a lot of money. I mean, they made, they did, they did okay. At least the first two did. Uh, Snake Eyes did not. So, you, I think that on their own, they clearly aren't hitting the kind of market we want. But I mean, you you introduce them with Transformers, and I've said this a lot of times. You know, Hasbro should really be using those brands to lift up their other brands. Retroverse, right? And clearly, we know which one is the big cash cow of all those. So hey, use it as your use it as your tent pole, and just let the others kind of lean on it. And I guarantee you could make a you could you could introduce mask. You could do one of these crossover, you know, themes. And you're not. I'm not saying you're going to do uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe type numbers, but you could probably have a, a few successful franchises split off of that one. I would say, my gosh, Hasbro, let everything ride the Transformers coattails, but the tuxedo-wearing robot is in a different toy line. <laughs> uh, okay, so we'll we'll talk more about that uh, sometime in the future. Maybe at Joe Fest. That might be a lively audience participation topic uh, right there. Uh, okay, Entertainment Earth has G.I. Joe drops listed for June 14th and June 21st, which suggests that the next Hasbro Pulse G.I. Joe panel or Yojo June panel is going to be sometime uh, 
around then, uh, potentially right after Joe Fest, uh, potentially, no, I can't say that. Uh, but yeah, more Joe stuff. I just kind of still want the stuff we've got pre-ordered before. I don't want to end up with another thousand dollars of pre-orders just sitting right. for an, for a year. Uh, but it's exciting. It's exciting to know that some kind of news is coming and it is Yojo June. So that's, you know, that's just a part of things now. June, I've never, and never in my life have I been excited about June before. This is only a recent <laughs> development. Uh, this is something that popped up right before we went on the air. Brandon Jerwa is a senior narrative designer on the G.I. Joe Snake Eyes game. Did you guys see this? Mm-mm. So Brandon Jerwa in the early 2000s was a big part of the G.I. Joe comics. Mm-hmm. He loves G.I. Joe. And he has since he left G.I. Joe comics has been working on video games as kind of a story supervisor uh, in a lot of ways. He's worked on a lot of different things, a lot of very heavily pop culture uh big things and he has been brought on to work on this game and there is a great interview with him about what he's doing for this game uh atomic arcade has uh, a pretty cool interview about what he's been doing for the last uh 15 or so years and how he got brought back into working on gi joe and it definitely got me a lot more excited about this game. Uh, everybody should check this interview out. But he said that he thinks everybody's going to be really surprised by the portion, uh, the parts of G.I. Joe that are being drawn from and how much service is being done. Uh, he didn't quite say fan service, but I really got the impression that they're going into this game with the intent of making long-term Joe fans pretty happy. So uh, I'm a little more excited about this than I was before. That's some good news. Uh, all right, 842. Oh, you guys, I think we need to hang on. Well, we've got one thing we got to talk about. Let's uh bring up the old screen share. <laughs> this always goes off without a hitch. Let's see here. Okay. So we got another set of communiques and I actually thought that this one had come in before our last live stream, but this came in on May the 12th. So we didn't talk about, uh, agent Venus who is at the Hasbro headquarters. Uh, I'm not going to read this whole thing because you can find it all over Instagram and everywhere else. Uh, but it's basically talking about a Cobra agent spying on HasLab headquarters, and reporting back that the Hasbro team is meeting with creators and with General Hawk, who is in the bottom right corner of this monitor, which I think is fantastic. Uh, we've got like a real Roger Rabbit situation going on here. There's, <laughs> there's the G.I. Joe movie we need, where all of the Joes are animated <laughs> and the rest of the world is real. I shouldn't even have spoken that into possibility because now that's what we're going to get. and That's not going to make anybody happy. Uh, but what's interesting, the bottom right corner of the picture, we've got uh, just straight up says Zartan. So Zartan is our agent spying on the Hasbro team. Uh, 
so this essentially confirms that a GI Joe Hasbro Pulse or a HasLab offering is underway to counteract the hiss. And then we got on the 19th, we got another series of drops incoming transmission from uh, General Clayton Abernathy to GI Joe High Command, which I found the use of GI Joe High Command to be a little weird. Because typically that's how Cobra's leadership is referred to. I, I don't think it means anything. I think it's just they use odd verbiage on that. Uh, but this, again, just kind of reinforces that they are doing something uh, with significant counter-strike capabilities against a hiss, which we've talked a lot about a lot of different things over the, you know, really since the hiss launched what it could be and then the final slide we have technical data potential recruits and design prototype 24 and i didn't oh what a dummy i forgot to save the dragonfly picture so uh, everybody probably knows this by now but the dragonfly has a decal uh just under the rotors with a 24 on it uh which is the most obvious numeric reference to a gi joe vehicle that i could find uh and we have talked about the dragonfly a lot on the show as a possibility potential recruits uh we know yeah, but, but it's a, right potential recruits in 24 i it, i thought jack bauer was gonna show up right i thought we're getting Kiefer sutherland <laughs> joining gi joe well it says design prototype um and if you remember when John Cena was 24 years old, he was referred to as prototype. <laughs> so, I mean, this could be a John Cena, uh, which we have actually that also talked about sense. before. Coming see, I was also thinking line. this could relate to what the Canadians call a case of beer, a 2-4. So are there any well, good Canadian well, shows that we could be talking about here? Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are, but I can't think of them. Uh <laughs> But I mean, if it was a John Cena figure, that really wouldn't be enough for a HasLab. So what I'm hoping for is a, a gigantic John Cena robot, kind of along the lines of Galactus. $500, <laughs> just a giant. Okay, we should stop. Uh, with his, with his, you know, his new G.I. Joe gear, he wore at yes. WrestleMania. Yes, absolutely. All right. It, anyway, uh, I mean, my with with all of this, my money's on Dragonfly. Does this, how do you guys feel looking at all this i mean it looks like that's the most obvious route especially once i saw that picture and uh yeah it looks be... the most obvious and that's why i'm i'm going in the opposite direction and i think well i think they were throwing us you know surprised there were clues last time though that also were like you know the most obvious thing here is snowcat so that's true this is something that most obvious so maybe all this is just subterfuge down real odd rabbit holes yeah subterfuge <laughs> centrifuge all right uh we'll see we'll find out very soon i mean with i i think within a month we'll probably know uh what Sometime it's going during to be during june i'm guessing all right, so we got to do a follow-up yeah. here. Uh, Rachel Salinas, the DeSimone shows were Joe Convention shows before Fun Publications got the official stamp from Hasbro. Uh, Firefly, James DeSimone wrote the 1993 and 1994 add-on for the official guide to collecting and completing G.I. Joe, and he ran yeah. several shows from the 90s on through 2005-ish in the Chicago area. 
They were a hotel near Rosemont. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi. I would love to see a Transformers G.I. Joe movie. I wonder if they're going to restart the Joe story to bring it into Transformers. I I do think you got to do a fresh start, at least for the Joes, if you're going to do that. Uh, Craig Dukas, I totally agree with Noel. It would be awesome to be waiting for after credit scene that introduces... Oh, man, what just happened? There we go. Uh, the next franchise to join the story. Uh, Yorktown Joe, late to the party, but glad you're still chatting. Yes, we've we've still got plenty to cover. Uh, Christmas Eve. We do Eve. enjoy chatting. We do. We do. That's what we do here. We should have <laughs> called it audible chatting with Christian Nolan Dave. Chat, that chattable interlude. Chattable interlude. Chat, chat me up. Uh, <laughs> I think you, Christmas ape. I think Yojo June is going to be very expensive. I think you're right. Uh, Phoenix Richardson, do you think Super Seven will address what a lot of us feel is a fail for Ultimate Wave Two, uh, specifically the three heads lack of paint, not looking like what they advertised? Uh, Ritz Murphy could be the Haslab being shipped in 2024. Yorktown Joe, glad you caught my 24 comments on IG this afternoon. Um, okay, so Phoenix Richardson. Yeah, we, we actually talked about this a little bit earlier. The The problem to me is not that the heads are unpainted. Uh, the problem to me is that Duke does not match Flint and Lady J. That's the issue. And I think Super 7 has got to get that under control because it's not okay. Uh, but we'll uh, more more on that later on. We've got some other stuff we've got to talk about. Uh, all right. I just timing. I completely just realized Yorktown Joe, you made the the those jokes. I hadn't even seen that sound off yet. So uh sorry I wasn't I wasn't stepping on your toes there with that <laughs> two fur joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. Well, uh, I suggested earlier that everybody should be following Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. And the reason you should is because every time we do a live stream earlier in the day, I will put up a post called Sound Off where I ask for your input as to what we should talk about. Uh, and we have got some great sound offs uh, to talk about tonight. Noel and Christian, have you had an opportunity to sort of dip in there and see what we got? <laughs> Clearly no, because no. I... <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah. Uh, so right. together. I've been working all day. Well, and I didn't even do my normal screen cap of them because I had, I've, I've got, we, we've got a convention to prepare for, fellas. Uh, all right. First up, we've got who is here in the chat, Boil and Pop. Go check out Boil and Pop on Instagram. Lots of cool, like, kit bashing, fix-ups, all kind of cool custom work. Uh, check out Boil and Pop. My favorite subject, of course, Super 7 San Diego Comic-Con predictions. Supposedly, it's going to be G.I. Joe International. I'm guessing Action Force, Ultimate, Exclusive Repaint, Cobra Commander, Red Laser. Uh, I think that's a great choice. Mm -hmm. I have not heard that it's going to be international, but that sounds like a fantastic idea to me. However, my choice, if we're going international, you, you guys, I've talked about this a few times before. I want an ultimate of Cobra de Accio. Accio? 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 A, I don't know. Cobra yeah. de Accio? It's a soft C. <laughs> it's a, uh, but anyway, this is, if you don't know, it is the flash body which they need because they we i would love to see a sunbow flash uh in the ultimate maybe even line. two flashes right yeah we need double flash <laughs> uh so we go ahead and get the flash body out of the way and then it's got a a vac metal snake eyes head 
on this black and yellow flash body. I would love to see this figure in ultimate form. I, I'd love to see super seven just kill it with this kind of stuff. And, and it's perfect for an exclusive because it's not something you need, but it's something you see and you're like, Oh, that's really dumb. I want it. That to me is the, the high water mark of exclusives. Uh, what about you guys? What kind of stuff would you be interested in seeing ultimates or reaction? Either one. Honestly, the red laser, I, that's yeah. a design that I love. Yeah. Red laser would be great. And then we talked about, um, uh, well, we talked about coral and we talked about, uh, canary yeah. as being great repaints that they could do with existing molds. Yeah. And those both fit the international description as yeah. well. Yeah. We, we mm -hmm. actually did our last episode. We talked about it sort of roundabout way. Talked about this a little bit. Um, so yeah, I like that idea. G.I. Joe International is a Comic-Con exclusive. I mean, it's it fits the repaint thing, but it also fits the unique item that's not a must-have. Uh, Sneezy the Squid, which, by the way, where have you been? We've been doing this show for a few years now, and this is the first time you've sent us a question. Gary? Gary of the Classics track? Gary? Come on, man. Okay. Your G.I. show where you Joeify a movie. At a secret Arctic base, Dr. Mindbender is doing Cobra science on a tissue sample of Zartan, and the shape-shifting monstrosity he created escapes. Now this thing is stalking the base and must be stopped. So which Cobras are there, aside from the troopers to be eaten, and who survives, if anyone? Uh, so obviously what Gary is saying here is take the thing and put it in a Cobra base, which I like the <laughs> fact that he went Cobra on this because it made the, the thought exercise a little bit more challenging and interesting because you don't typically think of characterizing Cobras as easily as you do GI Joes. Uh, now I, I have the benefit of having had all day to think about this uh, because I was paying attention to what we were doing tonight. Wow. Um, so just to run, just to run down, I know you guys were super busy and I, I was off to, I mean, I wasn't off, I was working all day, but it was not day job work. So I understand. Uh, so th this is the casting list I came up with. Uh, Quinn just happens to be there for a supply run. So he is our stand in for McCready. Dr. Mindbender is Blair. This one was a little tough because Nalls, the, the cook is he's likable he's also a little bit of comic relief. i hate to say comic relief but he's the personality like he's the guy that you're like oh he's fun roller skating around i like that guy and cobra because i didn't want to use any dreadnoughts because i feel like they're kind of a cheap out for cobras with personality um but i kind of did anyway because i went with Nogahide as nulls because he's kind of the comic reliefy type character in the Deke series. Mm -hmm. so I could sort of see him being that character here and I could, he could be the cook as well. Why not? Uh, Palmer, our assistant mechanic. I have wild weasel filling his role. Childs, uh, who is the other survivor of the movie besides McCready. Uh, I have Destro in there as Childs because he is the guy that I think is most likely to work with Quinn and form that sort of uneasy. We're both in the middle of this bond 
like we're not here directly working for Mindbender. We're both kind of just here for our own reasons. Uh, this one, uh, you know, I'm going to work this guy in wherever I can. Uh, Dr. Copper is scalpel is going to be filling that role of the doctor. Uh, and then I did also kind of cheat on a couple of these because I do feel like if we were really doing this, there would be some televipers and techno vipers just kind of filling roles rather than having specific characters. So, uh, Fuchs and windows, the biologist and radio operator are just televipers. Maybe they don't have their helmets on or whatever. Uh, and then I've got techno vipers as Bennings, the meteorologist and Norris, the geologist and Norris. I just want to see the Norris monster explode out of a techno viper helmet. Like, just imagine those crab legs coming out of that helmet. Fantastic. Uh, and then we get uh, Major Blood is going to be the base commander, Gary, who is, like, kind of mean, but also a little incompetent. And I think that Blood, especially, like, Sunbow, well, not even Sunbow Blood, really comic book Blood kind of fits that a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally... Uh, Clark, our dog handler, is played by the Elite Viper, the 2009 figure that came with a dog. Because why not? So that's that's the casting I came up with. I don't know if you guys have had an opportunity to put a whole lot of thought here. I wasn't thinking of it in terms of matching, matching to the movie. Just who would I like to see Cobra-wise yeah. go against the thing? Uh, so just off the top of my head, uh, it's Metalhead, Crystal Ball, Voltar, and then Cesspool with some of the Toxo Vipers. I was thinking of that Saw Viper from the uh, that one issue of the G.I. <laughs> Joe comic. He would just handle it all. He'd just handle it all. <laughs> that's yeah, absolutely. That well, and that's what's so fun about this kind of stuff is we all take different approaches every time we come up on anything like this. And that's realistically christian your approach is probably what would be best because you would really want to fit the thing into an episode of gi joe as opposed to fitting joe's into the thing i yeah, think that i have no survivors i have no survivors in mind <laughs> well, if you they're just heard the names that i gave <laughs> and that's fine uh all right let's see here uh Phoenix Richardson, excellent point on the ultimates. Yeah, we just, we need consistency. Uh, Mandalorian Jedi, I love the improvisational aspects of the podcast. It's it's we just it's what we do. It's why we're here. Uh, I like using the Cobras to fight the thing because there can be a lot more casualties. So, Kristen, they're, they're, you were on the right track. Uh, Christmas ape. So Destro is the thing at the end of the movie, then, because Childs totally was. Oh wow, we're not getting into that. <laughs> um, all right. Yorktown Joe, I may have to catch you on the replay or not because you're here. Uh, here goes. Does oh, well, we've we've kind of covered this already. Does the twenty four on the Noel totally just uh, undermined your jokes? Uh, does the twenty four on the Haslab teaser mean a Dragonfly for the vintage rotor sticker? B Jack Bauer is joining the Joes or C twenty four means twofer, which is how many Dave is ordering? First of all, Dave is not ordering two Dragonflies because Dave already has to figure out where his tank is going, where a Robo Skull Mark II is going, where what else have I got? I don't, dude. 
one dragonfly if that's what it is well now now that now that i see two for written out like this i'm thinking of a 30 rock joke that i just can't come up with right now so. oh yeah we we're not going to talk about that um <laughs> silent interlude uh, with Joe Fest coming up and knowing your big fans, how big and how good is Joe Fest? Well, silent interlude. It's funny you should ask. Uh, is it worth traveling from other regions of the country to attend? Is it similar in size and scope to the old G.I. Joe Collector Club, uh, Club conventions? Uh, okay, so how big and how good is Joe Fest? It is in a convention center. The dealer room is massive. I don't know how to describe how massive it is. Noel? About gay big yeah that's Um, about right it's uh you know it's going to be bigger than a lot of your like smaller regional cons um it's not it's not like you're going to san diego for comic-con but it's a pretty big room it's one of the biggest dealer rooms of any con that i attend on a regular basis i I think you could comfortably spend open to close saturday in the dealer room enjoy yourself and not feel like you ran out of things to look at and realize Sunday, oh man, you know what? I think I missed this corner in this table. I need to go back in there. That's yep. how big it is, if that helps at all. Uh, is it worth traveling from other regions of the country? I've never done that, but I think probably it is because one, one just because how many, this is, like Noel has said, this is not a local, I mean, it's local to us but it's not a local toy show. It is a Joe convention with Joe focused guests. Uh, now having said that the dealer room has everything, but the, the guests, the programming, it's all Joe focused. So if you want a Joe convention, then this is a place to be for three days. And then finally, Noel, I think you're going to have to answer this one. Is it similar in size and scope to the old GI Joe collectors club conventions? I would never, uh, I never went to one, so I don't know. It's, I mean, it's not, it's a different kind of con. So, I mean, it, it's hard to compare the two. Um, you, of course, you don't have the official representation. You don't have the, the, the pub, fun pub uh, license Hasbro exclusive toys or anything like that. Um, from my recollection, the dealer room itself is bigger than the last couple of Joe uh joe conventions that i went to but i didn't get to go to a lot of the joe conventions because they were just spread out so far i went to the one in atlanta and i went to the last two that were in orlando and chattanooga just because that was that was close for me so i didn't have as much um memories of those conventions as some others did and christian you you have been to joe conventions right yeah i went to the first of the last ones that they had in Orlando. Okay. And, and how would you, for somebody who never went to one, how would you describe that? Um, gosh, I, I would, this is probably a terrible comparison, but I would compare it to the official transformers convention that they had i mean it's not well, that's it, not helpful at i know all. i know like <laughs> well and they were also i mean they were run by the same people because fun Pub oh, okay did both uh, shows. okay yep i mean it's it's not as big as a like a megacon here in orlando but it is bigger than like your local 
toy show. I mean, it used up. It was the year that I went, it was at the Dolphin at Disney, and it used up almost the entire convention space. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so. a lot of that was there were a lot of conventions. There were, they did the contests. So they had, I mean, they had like an entire room for yeah. customs and things like that. Yeah. Um, there was a big room that was just nothing but like displays of, um, dioramas and stuff like that and they did things like they did a casino night at the the official joe cons for for those years where they were you know they were raising money but it was kind of a semi-formal big event where they um you know they had casino games stuff like that and that that year uh it was the was that the the chattanooga year i can't remember which one what it was but i mean it was essentially sprawled out they had the casino sprawled out throughout the entire convention center well, I'll tell you this right now. My, my intent is for us to continue working with Joe Fest for as long as we can and to do everything that we can to help make Joe Fest as big, as fun, as entertaining as it can possibly be. But as it exists right now, if you're a G.I. Joe fan, I think you're going to be happy coming in and spending a couple of days at Joe Fest. Yeah, uh, That's if, my honest opinion. If you're a G.I. Joe collector, I mean, it's really the best place to go just to have that much available to you at one place and you know you're obviously joe prices have been escalated the last few years but you can you're going to find some good deals there Dude, I mean, we last got year, we got some steals last year yeah i mean last year i walked out of there with with how many of those super seven reaction figures for like five bucks a piece because they were just liquidating them especially on sunday well and vintage stuff too like we we yeah. both walked out of there with with just great great deals like having watched ebay for the past few years uh no way you could have gotten any of the stuff that we got online for the prices that we got at joe fest so. and you get to hold it in your hand first yeah so you can you get to you can look see it in person it. yeah uh all right so anyway joe fest is great everybody should go and get a joe fest tour hat which will only be available there uh all right last question mandalorian jedi since lieutenant paul latimer codename super trooper serial number 981883819 is the greatest of all joes that's a fact but has almost no story what story would you write for him and in what media is it told what is his origin what is his mission his team his signature vehicle the explanation for his vac metal shield and what is his ultimate fate mandalorian jedi i I hate to tell you this but we have almost run out of time tonight but we are going to attach this question as a special project for one of our segment episodes (laughs) uh and we will come up with this information about super trooper because you know i love super trooper and vac metal uh so we will come back around on that one at a future time you guys it is time now for our last segment of the night joe and tell do you guys have Joe and Tells for tonight? I got a Joe and Tell. I do not. Okay, well that's okay because mine mine is going to take up a little bit of time. So Noel, mine, you mine wanna... won't take mine won't take any time at all. Okay, um, and it actually is this is just a continuation. And I, I just still had this over here, but if you listened a few weeks ago, we did our Guardians of the Galaxy themed uh, or at least inspired episodes. So everything was about space, and we talked about. Um, the G.I. Joe uh, Mercury capsule. Yes. So I was holding this up and showing it to uh, to Dave and Christian while we were doing the episode, but I realized that, hey, nobody at home could actually see <laughs> right. it. So, um, yeah, this is my original one. This is this was my uncle's from 1966. Uh, it's not in the best shape because this was heavily played with. This was one of the toys that I played with the most as a child. And as a matter of fact, 
I even incorporated it with my uh, modern Joes because I've got my GI Joe logo on there as well. You could get uh, about fifty Joes in that thing. Oh, right? oh yeah, this was a this was a transport vehicle. <laughs> so I I shoved a few guys in there. I probably even shoved maybe a small vehicle in here or something as a transport. Um, but uh, no, it's, this is it's such a great toy. It's got I don't know if you can see it on the camera there, but it's got this the the really nice instrument panel that's uh, that's all labels over there. And mine is thankfully still in really good shape. Um, the seatbelt that held your astronaut in um and obviously the the real craft would not have this gigantic window oh, but i but love is, it it's such a nice piece that just goes all the way around so um yeah just wanted to be able to kind of show that off to because this is still one of my favorite pieces in my collection it's like it's like a space apc for three yes. and three quarter inch joes <laughs> <laughs> uh all right so my joe and tell you guys know how I am, and you know if I find a <laughs> sub twenty dollar junk box, I am going to buy it, and we're going to find out what's in it. Oh. Uh, we, we <laughs> don't don't you sigh at me, Noel. <laughs> um, <laughs> we went to GameStop the other day uh, while we were we were actually waiting on something else, uh, and they had these boxes, and it's Funko, so I know there's going to be a pop in it, which I don't care about. But there are six pieces, so there are five items besides a pop in here, and we're going to find out what they are right now. First of all, just if you throw that vintage art on anything that's less than 20 bucks, I'm going to buy it. I can't help myself. All right, let's see what we've got in here. There is, oh gosh, it's all pop-oriented. Yes. <laughs> oh, actually, no, this is kind of good. So there's a... Good job on the lighting, Dave. Uh, this is actually kind of useful, or part of this is useful. Uh, G.I. Joe lanyard. So that's actually kind of cool. I like that. Hey, you got uh, something to wear uh, at, at Joe Fest. That's right. Uh, and then a little lanyard laminate thing with a Snake Eyes file card. And then a little rubber Funko Pop snake eyes that i will probably just hang somewhere i'm not going to wear that around my neck uh so there's that hey <laughs> wow a gi joe sticker that is like weirdly off white does it glow in the dark maybe i don't know that's a bizarre color <laughs> um oh now this is always a good gi joe item I am a sucker for some dog tags. Uh, so we've got, well, a pretty cool, actually, G.I. Joe dog tag. Nice, shiny, almost vac metal. You know, I love that. Uh, and that's actually like raised. That's not just printed on there. So that's pretty cool. I dig that. And some sort of postery item. That it's probably going to be like a photograph of a bunch of GI Joe pops or <laughs> That's something. What I was thinking. I, oh, jeez! <laughs> this this literally could not look. Pops are great. They're they're anybody you know. You can get them a pop as a gift at Kroger or whatever you need to do. This is like, except for Noel, this is like one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> it's adorable. It, it is adorable. It is. Uh, and then finally, oh my gosh, low hanging fruit here. A pop of profit director Destro. Probably the most predictable thing they possibly could have put uh, in this package it is GameStop exclusive. Oh, wait, there's one more item. Maybe it's a membership card to the Funko Pop G.I. Joe fan club. As a matter of fact, although it doesn't. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't actually reference Funko on there, though. It just is a G.I. Joe mobile strike force team. Uh, and you know what? Oh, dude. Okay, wait, wait, wait. This is actually maybe kind of awesome. It says G.I. Joe, a real American hero, which we don't always get, right? Mobile Strike Force team. And then on the back, statement of mission. This individual is a first rank member of the G.I. Joe Mobile Strike Force team. And from this day forward, we'll carefully and diligently discharge all the duties of a military soldier to defend America from the enemy army of Cobra Command, an international paramilitary terrorist force which wants to conquer the world for its own selfish purpose. They must be defeated in order to preserve our American way of life. As a member of G.I. Joe Mobile Strike Force Team and others that may be under my command, my military obligation is to go anywhere and do anything to stop Cobra. I will become an expert in the use of... Wow, this is... Now I'm starting to feel kind of <laughs> obligated here. This seems How like... How big is be, that thing? That's a lot, that's a lot of words like for a three-inch card. Uh, I will become an expert in the use of ultra-modern small arms, vehicles, and weapon systems. I may use specialists trained in the latest techniques of warfare and strategy. The motto of G.I. Joe is duty, honor, courage. I will treat as top secret all tactics, plans, and directions only divulged to a fellow member of proven trust. And I will obey the orders and directions which I shall receive from my superior officer according to the rules and regulations of the Defense Department. Dude, that was intense for a, right? for a big, stupid Funko figure to include like a pretty legit sounding piece of G.I. Joe material. Uh, that's, that's how tiny oh they goodness. had to get all that verbiage. <laughs> and I'm very thankful I have my new reading glasses or else I never would have made it through that. Uh, so, you know what? This is awesome. I love this when I was a kid and I think they had something like this when I was a kid, I would have eaten this up. This is fantastic. I'm, this is going in the wallet. <laughs> so between this diplomatic immunity, this, the dog tags <laughs> and the lanyard, I got to say, <laughs> This was worth it. All right. I'm exhausted now, and we've still got like two more things we got to do after we get off the air. Uh, let's see. Got to check in. Yeah, I got to buy one now to get the card. That's absolutely right. Uh, Firefly, I will use Funko Pops to anchor my night landing on Cobra Island so it doesn't blow away in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right uh you guys uh thank you everybody in the chat everybody who hung out with us and watched this thank you so much for for just hanging out and being a part of this show uh nolan christian thank you guys for sitting down and talking about gi joe uh you know we love doing it before we go christian tell us uh, where can we find that toy photography you do so well you can find me on instagram under the name legion cub uh and noel why don't you tell us a little bit about the finest 
The Finest is an international G.I. Joe costume organization, which uh, you mentioned, Ed, uh, or Ed mentioned earlier that uh, they will be at Joe Fest this year, uh, raising money for a great organization called Canines for Warriors, and uh, going to have some big props there. So that was, uh, the tea was kind of spilled on some of the things that are coming up here at Joe Fest on that. Well, our segment episode will be available next Friday. We will be back live two weeks from tonight. And until then... Yo, Joe! Cobra! You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.